when the bandana comes on, you know it's time for the weave to come out. I'm literally burning up in my AJR sweatshirt just so I can have moral support for this episode because we're about to about to go through it and I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of excited. Honestly, this episode might come back to bite me in the ass, but I don't care because I'm a black woman and I'm scared and I'm tired of being scared. So let's just get into it. Welcome to the Simply Jamila podcast. into this episode and be decently solemn and kind of play up to the emotional aspect that this episode's going to be for me but I'm not even going to lie to you like I currently am feeling the biggest boost of serotonin (laughs) and I don't know I'm just so happy right now and I want to kind of just sit in it for like a second I just got done well not just got done I actually low-key should be mad because I sat at a nail salon for an hour just for it to take them five minutes to remove my acrylics but we don't have to talk about it before that we're going to focus on the happy part before that I went to dinner slash late lunch with someone and it's someone I love I love her so much she is the voice of my voicemail like she is my favorite person. I, I I trust her tremendously. She is literally, I mean, I talked about her in my blog post about work moms. She's one of my work moms, but I mean, we don't work together anymore. So she's honestly just one of my friends. And I look to her to be just like this beacon of someone who does not care about anything that's not important and doesn't care about anyone's opinions, stays out of like the drama, like just a beautiful human being and I call her all the time or I mean I at least call her twice a week (laughs) if I don't surprise her early in the morning but she was on vacation so she was on vacation right after I was on vacation and it was really weird for me to not call someone and like rant about things that were happening in my life but she's like back and oh my goodness she gave me this bracelet that I don't plan on ever taking off and I just have like the biggest like serotonin boost I'm just I'm so happy that I got like I I like giggled when she shut my car door because I was just so happy to like see her and be in her presence and it just felt like we worked together again it felt like two friends just just seeing you know what I mean it was just it's amazing and I love honestly 10 out of 10 recommend being friends with people who are older than you and if you're an older person, which my demographic tends to go up to the age of 35, so I definitely believe there are people beyond the age of 35 that you can just connect with. Connecting with people who are older than you, who share so much wisdom and live a completely different life than you and are just funny, it's just amazing. And there's so much great conversation there and you're both educating each other and it's just exciting. And I tend to recommend, and that is <laughs> my advice spiel for the episode my little tangent I just I had a really great time and I can't even it was so good that I can't even think about everything that's happened in the past week which honestly not much has happened besides I'm just freaking hot and I know I'm wearing a sweatshirt and I probably should take it off but I just 
have been sitting in all kinds of different emotions and I'm finally coming down from this feeling of being overwhelmed with some things that are happening in my personal life and just like this fear. I hate like getting older because when I get older, I think about other people getting older around me and it messes with my brain completely. But anywho, let's get into the actual like, hi, welcome to the Jamila podcast. My name is Jamila. I talk a lot. I don't know if you could tell. Let's get into like my actual, you know, podcast. So, so normally right now I would do hot thoughts on hot topics, but I'm kind of honestly thinking about turning this into a moment of just sharing black excellence so I can put more positivity and kindness and hope into the world instead of talking about the same thing that is literally causing the digression of America and the world to fall apart. After a while, I, I mean, I was sitting in my feelings of overwhelm and I thought about how overwhelming it can be to other people to consistently hear the same opinions and the same stories over and over and over again, especially if you have anxiety. I don't want to contribute to that. That was weird. I just don't know what word came out of my mouth, but I don't want to contribute to that at all. So I think we're going to do a little shift in the simply i can't even say the name of my own podcast we're going to do a little shift in the simply jamila podcast from here on out hopefully and instead of doing hot thoughts on hot topics i just want to share some black excellence share some black joy don't have a name for this segment yet so we're gonna have the same intro until i like figure that out but this was kind of a spur of the moment i'm tired of hearing just complete negativity. I I can't sit in the break room at work again because just consistently hearing negative news, like I I can't do it anymore. So I'm going to do my part in sharing some positivity and I definitely want to uplift like black people because it's so easy as a black woman, especially to feel so defeated during this time and to just be so completely scared because everything is up in the air and at risk and it's a nerve-wracking time but history is being made there are good things happening for black people out there and i want to highlight the big people in the media and i want to highlight the people that you may not know about in your communities so this episode we're definitely gonna focus on the bigger names just because I didn't have a ton of time to do a lot of research but these are the stories that came up for me because I like to keep up with my people so Rihanna is the youngest self-made billionaire woman I honestly don't know what this means because I remember when Kylie Jenner kind of got that record and title i thought Kylie Jenner was younger but I guess it goes based off the number so I'm believing based off what I read on an article that Rihanna is worth 1.4 billion therefore she is technically the youngest I think that's how it works I don't know but this is a list from Forbes or this is Forbes saying that young that youngest that Rihanna is the youngest self-made billionaire woman we all know Rihanna is absolutely amazing she's absolutely killing it with just being an icon and a role model you know we're still waiting on music but I'm not going to be someone to pester about that she's inspiring people as a new mom as a mogul like she's killing it okay so I have to I have to read this next one off so I don't mess up any names Nicholas Perkins who is an alum of Howard University I believe our very own our hero our Black Panther forever Chadwick Boseman graduated from Howard University speaking of which Black Panther 2 comes out November 11th I hope you're ready I'm not ready at all I'm kind of stressed but I'm ready to buy my tickets 
and cry. Nicholas Perkins, Howard alum. He is the first black man with 100% ownership of a national burger franchise. He bought Fuddruckers for $18.5 million. Dollars. So where I live in Tennessee, there isn't a Fuddruckers. But where I went to college in Tennessee, there was a Fuddruckers. I personally liked it. I can't wait to see what he does with the chains to kind of bring it back to life. Because from my understanding, they're actually going to get rid of the Fuddruckers near my university. So hopefully he can really make some changes in the overall company. Make it better, upgrade it but also create, you know, some goodness with it. I really want to see, I just want to see big businesses do good things with their businesses instead of focus on just consistently making money and then one day running for president. And then Mike Greer is the NHL's first black general manager for the San Jose Sharks, NHL being National Hockey League. Very big deal making history it's kind of it amazes me but it also doesn't surprise me that black people are still making history and i love that i don't watch hockey at all but that doesn't mean that we can't celebrate him so big congrats to michael greer i have a couple more on my phone actually i know one of them is simone biles is the youngest recipient of the Presidential Medal of Freedom. She got it from Joe Biden. There were 17 recipients total. I know Denzel Washington was also one of them, so big congrats to him. Simone Biles has 32 Olympic medals and can now say she has the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Amazing, insane, super cool. And then lastly, since we're still, you know, talking about black excellence and black women, Sandra Douglas Morgan is the first black female president in NFL history for the Las Vegas Raiders. I is that an I can't remember if that's a new team or not. Honestly, cities have been talking about getting all different types of sports teams and moving things around and blah 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 blah. No matter whether it's a new team or not. And I do watch football, so for me to not know that is almost embarrassing, but I'm not embarrassed at all about it. I'm just happy go queen like what else do you say to that go queen go black kings and queen we celebrate your excellence we celebrate your hard work we celebrate you uplifting a generation of black children and young adults who are scared and who are consistently losing hope but they see what you're doing and they are keeping the hope alive so thank you for existing and thank you for inspiring us you see, doesn't that feel good to like spread some joy, celebrate some people? I think I'm going to stick to this. I think I'm definitely going to stick to this. And if I don't have any black excellence to share one week, then I'll just simply talk about, you know, just things happening with black people because none, nothing gets said in the news. Uh, and I mean, of course, there are all different kinds of like shootings there. We are still fighting. I can't even say the dang word. We are still fighting police brutality and systematic racism, but that has been a fight that's been going on for forever. We're not talking about the consistent killings that are happening of black people by policemen, but they did decide to talk about Derek Chauvin being re, I don't know, not retrialed, but he got sentenced for even more time in prison. I don't know, something weird. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just know they're still talking about him. And I mean, it's that's something to kind of celebrate, but I think it's also important to talk about the fact that shit's still happening. Among all the mass shootings, there is a lot happening right now. But 
We're focusing on some good news right now, I will say, although I do have something very important to talk about in this episode. You saw the title, and I want to talk about it, so I guess we should get into it. But first, as per usual, I gotta share my drink of the episode. That's not going anywhere, mainly because I don't like editing these and hearing my own saliva. It stresses me out. So, for this wonderful Friday night that I am recording this and am just uh, a mess, a mess, I have orange juice. Yes. Fun fact. I, (laughs) this is not a fun fact. Um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. In the course of five days, I had 14 and a half ice cream sandwiches. I am not proud (laughs) at all. My stomach is going through something. My acne is going through something. My body is just, we are having a time with it. So I'm trying to get myself together. And for some reason, I think that boosting my immune system with a glass of pulp-free orange juice will help with that. So we are drinking orange juice this episode. (laughs) Okay, also really quickly, it is about to downpour. It is thundering. It is lightning. It is about to storm. It's a little hard out. So if you hear any thunder or anything that, I mean, it's, I feel like it's kind of a given, like it's thunder and I also wonder like I can't wait to go back and edit this and see if you can hear my air conditioning unit I was gonna try to go without it but I just came back in from the summer heat I'm wearing a black a black sweatshirt inside I need my AC unit okay I don't want to burn up but I do want to get this episode recorded because we are talking about the war on women this is my response to Roe v Wade being overturned and just me discussing my fears. So honestly, welcome to me ranting and reading different notes and just intrusive thoughts that I've had about what they did. I believe Katanji Jackson, your justice Katanji Jackson got sworn into the Supreme Court since they have overturned Roe v. Wade. I don't know what that means for future discussions, but I pray that nothing else happens <laughs> that regresses America. I I hope that things happen that progress America, but honestly, it's just I being an American right now, it's just not easy. And it, it has never been easy, but like it, I saw something on Facebook that said it's crazy how we can Oh, no, 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 no. It said, I know history repeats itself, but we were able to repeat an entire century in two two years. And I'm like, dang, you know, like that kind of hit. <laughs> it didn't even kind of hit. It definitely hit. So it's it's been a hard time and I'm just nervous for what else will happen. <laughs> okay, so I have something I want to read. So the 4th of July was this past Monday and a relative of mine put something on Facebook because, you know, with it being the 4th of July, of course, everyone's like, oh, happy Independence Day. And I'm like, no, like I, my Independence Day, if I had to pick one, considering my ancestors were brought to a country against their will, if I had to pick an Independence Day, it would be June 19th. Also, I just really quickly want to say Texas, you are just the like shittiest state, okay? With talking about my ancestors being brought here against their will, Texas, instead of saying slavery, 
in the education education system, they're going to say involuntary relocation. I what? <laughs> I make it make sense. Make it make sense, please. Like it's it's shit like this that's like, no. And people need to stop recommending that I move to Texas for a career move. I'm not going somewhere where they're not going to acknowledge black people and our history and where they're going to be the first state to happily take away abortion rights from women. Why would I want to go there? So yeah, if I had to pick an Independence Day, it's June 19th. It's not July 4th. So yeah, I didn't care for Independence Day. Actually, one of my coworkers he was like, is today a holiday to you? And I was like, no. And he was like, yeah, me neither. And I was like, I'm glad we're in this together. Everyone's all happy in the red, white, and blue. And I'm like wearing blue against my will because it's my, it's not school uniform, my work uniform. Ooh, y'all hear that? Mother nature is angry too. Anyway, so 4th of July, I don't really care for Independence Day, but a relative of mine put this on Facebook and I wanted to read it because it was like, yes. And hopefully you understand it and not take it in a negative way. I had to read it twice to really be like, I see what he's saying. So he said, it was we, we is in all caps, the people, not we, the white male citizens, we, the black male citizen, and so on and so forth, nor yet we, the male citizens, but we, the whole people who formed the union, men, their rights, and nothing more, women their rights and nothing less so i'm gonna let that sit with you for a little bit and let you interpret it i personally understand what he was saying and of course he added like every flag emoji to it that isn't the american flag <laughs> i really had to sit and like think about it and like for me independence means waking up and not living with underlying or blatant fear and worry i can't do that and i have never been able to I, and it kind of like always like shocks, not really, shocks isn't the right word, but it, it always kind of like some of my white, to be straight up, my white friends past and present as well as coworkers would be like shocked when I was like, when I would say things like, I wake up every day scared to be black because I don't know when I'm going to die. And I know no one knows when they're going to die. I wouldn't want to know when I'm going to die. I don't want to know how. I'm not into any of that stuff. So I know no one really wants to know how they're going to die. But it's like, it's a bigger fear for me because I'm simply a black person. Right? And now it's even a bigger fear for me because I'm a woman. I'm, I still wake up scared to be black. But I'm scared to wake up to be a woman because there's this is honestly the beginning of what the Supreme Court is going to try to take away as far as our human rights go. And that makes me nervous. And just as a woman, given my health history, it's like if I don't have that option to kind of survive, I mean, because for some people, abortions are means of survival. And I've seen so many articles since Roe v. Wade has been overturned about people having to travel to states where abortions are still fully legal just to save their lives. Or they haven't been able to travel, but they need to travel because they can't, nothing will be done for them in their state. But it's for the sake of their self, they have to like have an abortion. And 
I don't want to say that's going to be me, but I'm saying given my medical history that I know of and that I don't know of, I'm definitely planning on going to the doctor this year, hopefully, question mark, fingers crossed. I, I, I want to have that option and I feel like I deserve to have that option. And like I said before, not having that option and seeing yet another mass shooting on a day that we're supposed to be celebrating independence. And since then, there's probably been more. And this episode's only going up the week after the 4th of July. Like, I'm telling you, this country values death. And not really death. This country values money more than anything. But if death is a means to acquire money and acquire greed and power, they don't give a shit. Like, at all. They do not care. And it's, it's so hard to be proud to be an American citizen if being an American citizen just means fighting for your life under the, is it even a democracy anymore? Under the, I don't know, words of people who just want more, more money and power and don't care who dies for them to stay in their power and wealth. Just saying or tweeting thoughts and prayers isn't enough if you actually care. Doing some sort of action and the best way you know how, even if it's just as simple as what I'm doing and using your platform to use your voice and speak up is more than tweeting thoughts and prayers and then going to an NRA convention. I went on a whole rant and I don't remember how I got there to be honest, but that's it's, it's relieving to talk about because existing in this country just seems almost impossible. I mean, fortunately where I am, gas prices are going down and I've put a lot of things on clearance at my job, but it's the necessities that are going up and it's the mistreatment of animals and it's the chemicalized fruit. I love eating fresh fruit from the Hispanic markets because they taste different and real and unprocessed and it's just, there's just so many things wrong with this country and the way things are operating and it's going to take so much fight to fix it. When it comes to what women do with their bodies, what women do to protect their health, health, that wasn't right, right? Plural of health, whatever, you know what I mean. There shouldn't be a political divide. There shouldn't be any regulation. It's a body it's a human life that you have nothing to do with like at all there shouldn't be a debate there shouldn't be division to the conservatives on the supreme court i just want to know who dropped you on your head as a baby i just want to know like i i just want to figure that out was it the person at the grocery store grandparent like who did that human rights there are just some that should not be up for debate. You, why are you trying to regulate a body? Why are you trying to regulate who someone loves? That's bullshit, by the way. That is garbage. And I, I, I don't know what this means for my future in heaven, but I'm going to say this. I am a Christian. I strongly believe in God, but I also believe in minding my business. And just letting people live, literally letting people live. The only opinion I have about 
transgender people, gay people, lesbians, bisexual people, asexual people, queer people, non-binary people, is that it ain't my business. You are loving who you want to love. You are doing to your body what you want to do to your body. And I, how do I say this without sounding bad? Don't care. Like, at all. I don't care. It's not me. You are not me. I'm going to stay over here, my little heterosexual, I keep falling for cisgender male men bubble. I'm going to stay over here and mind my damn business. And I don't understand why the government can't do the same. Mind your damn business. I want, I don't want to say this to sound negative, but I want something to happen to someone in higher power for them to fucking get it, to fucking understand that you shouldn't try to regulate basic human rights and you shouldn't take away a woman's ability to protect her health or in the case of 13 year olds getting raped and sex trafficked why are you trying to force them to have a child i i don't want to speak for all teenagers but i'm gonna say and believe that they are not ready to have kids they don't, they want to live a life where they weren't kidnapped and forced into sex slavery. Can we stop that shit? Can we take care of that problem? Because that problem exists in America. And again, like I said last episode, hardly anyone is talking about it. At the end of the day, there are women who don't want to have babies because they don't, they're, they don't think that they're ready. They just don't want to have a baby. And that group includes people who are raped as teenagers. They're not ready. They don't want to. And there are people who I was reading a fictional story earlier about a woman who had endometriosis like really bad and was trying to get pregnant. And when she did, the baby, because of her endometriosis, it was something where the baby was going to kill her. And it kind of, and those are hard, hard, hard moments because it's like, do you risk it and save the baby and lose your life or do you keep your life lose the baby and try again and in this woman's case she lost the baby and got hysterectomy and then just found a surrogate would be the right word I believe found I think would be the right word even though it's a fictional book I feel like that's a situation that could happen you don't know there are so many stories all over the internet that women women on my level who are just middle class and celebrities and like mothers of celebrities sharing their stories about an abortion that they had. Abortions are way more common than anyone thinks and way more common than what is being talked about. But because the Supreme Court decided that they're going to start regressing America, it's being talked about now and everyone's sharing their stories more than ever things are so chaotic and they have the potential to become even more chaotic and it's so nerve-wracking being a woman during this time and this is literally a war on women and for fucking what for what who didn't accept your proposal why are you upset at women and to the uncle tom on the supreme court i'm disappointed a lot of black people are disappointed. It's so hard. It's already, I've talked about how hard it is waking up being black, but it's hard waking up being black and knowing that someone who shares a similar skin color as you, who came kind of from your culture, 
is speaking out and advocating for this shit and is anti-abortion trying to get rid of contraception and go after gay rights why the hell are you going after contraception you literally what is this how and i i mean everyone's saying it everywhere so i know again this could be an episode hearing bad news hearing the same news over and over again can be anxiety inducing can be triggering and i definitely should have said a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode so i apologize but it's been said over and over how are you going to force people to have babies but not protect the children and run out of baby formula not all women can produce breast milk so you're going to get rid of contraception and eliminate the option for abortion where the brain cells aren't there again who dropped you on your head as a baby and if you don't know what an uncle tom is an uncle tom is a black person who is over eager to win the approval of white people and would willingly betray their in parentheses i put in parentheses black culture and uncle tom doesn't necessarily have to be a black person and it can be really any minority doing whatever it takes and betraying their culture to win the love of the majority but at the end of the day at the end of the day you are still black you are still the minority so let that sink in you will always be below the superiors i i i'm just saying the facts at this point it's so frustrating it is so frustrating if I had the power to be on the Supreme Court as a black woman, shout out to Justice Ketanji Jackson, I would do what I could to protect A, my culture, and then to understand and protect all minorities. Because even though, and like this is the other crazy thing, is that women make up more of the population if it, even if it's just by like 0.7% or some shit we make up more of the population than men in the United States at least what the hell <laughs> what the hell even though women make up more of the population when it comes to the rankings they are still the minority so if I were to be a black guy and I were to be on the Supreme Court I would still want to protect and fight for women because they are still receiving unequal pay and they are still experiencing sexism and all sorts of degrading comments it's just freaking ridiculous what women are experiencing and they are continuously and by they i mean we are continuously being attacked and continuously having to fight and it's like one step forward three steps back and it's hard it's so hard being a woman and we are fighting a a war for no damn reason and i appreciate the men out there who acknowledge it who realize the problem it disheartens me beyond belief to see women who are on the side of people who are anti-abortion who want to get rid of contraception because what are you going to do when you lose your birth control barb you're going to have some painful ass periods that shit ain't gonna go away you're gonna be popping babies out like ain't nobody's business and if you are a middle class woman where are you gonna get the finances to raise nine kids where where are the brain cells in this why I don't understand why there are women fighting for this side of stupidity. I don't, I really don't get it. I just want to, I don't understand it. So it's a war on women, 
men are fighting with us to to fight for equality and now to fight for our basic human rights as women but then in the sad twisted reality that is America there's women fighting against us that want that and it's just so stupid it's so stupid you should not support someone who's trying to take away your rights that doesn't make any sense these are things these are rights that you were born with that you were born with contraception changed the game for women and you're going to take away something that could save lives could save homes again this country values money and death this is a thought that i had at work when I was thinking about this because I mean I've been so in my head about it I have it's again watching the media is just incredibly overwhelming it's incredibly overwhelming because I already have my own personal issues that have sent me on a unlovely very difficult emotional roller coaster the past couple of weeks and so dealing with those problems and the regression of America it's just been a lot for me but this is a thought I had at work. People with uteruses carry the children, okay? Including the men, right? So you, as in men, or just anybody, would not exist if a woman did not push you out of her body. So for you to try to control a woman's body is bullshit. Like my brain is taking me to a time in the future where women decide to just stop having sex. You know what? I'll get to that thought in a second. For you to force women to be raped, but let the rapist go because of his mental health is bullshit. Yeah, that stuff is stupid. I'll never forget, I forgot, was it a California college student that, it was like a big trial, it was on TV so many years ago, and he like raped a girl, and then some his friend filmed it or something and he got off for mental health. It was something like he got off for mental health purposes. Like he wasn't in his right mind and he was drunk or whatever. And it was something like, you know, they always say it's what the girl was wearing. But I want to say his like black friend actually got put in jail, which that in itself shows the system. It shows the American crime system because the black friend filmed it, which either way, both of them were in the wrong. But for your white friend, your white male friend to get off... Because he was not in his right mind because he was drunk and has mental health issues. Crazy. And then it's like in this day and age, if that girl were to have gotten pregnant from them raping her against her will while she was unconscious. If she were in a state where abortion was illegal, like, I mean, not only did they not believe you in court and let go, let the person who raped you free, but you're also stuck in a figuring out the means for going to get an abortion in a different state or b you have a child and yes you know i want children of my own i think children are blessings but i also think that everyone should have the right to choose and do what they want with their bodies and their lives so back to what i was saying earlier my brain keeps going to this future where if you're going to keep taking away if you, you know, take away abortion rights and you take away contraception, my brain is like, so it's going to be a future where women don't have sex. So I thought about that just now. And then I was thinking about it about a week ago. And then I thought about the orgasm gap. Ooh, do we know about this? 
Is it something, I watched this show that I 20 out of 10 recommend on Netflix called The Principles of Pleasure. And I want to say it's the fact that men orgasm like three times more than women or something. Like the percentage of men orgasming is so high compared to women. And I know from friends of mine who are women, who are lesbian specifically, or bisexual, they experience more pleasure by being with a woman than a man. And even if, you know, like, if there's people out there like me who are just not sexually active but need that release for the sake of having a decent period or something, if they need that release because that tension is built up, like, women have the ability to pleasure themselves. So... We're going to do takeaway sex toys next. Come on now. Like that would, you would have to take more, take away more than the shops. People can, people are way more creative than you give them credit for. I, um, I'm just tired. I'm tired of waking up scared to be black. I'm tired of not knowing my fate as a woman. I'm tired of sometimes feeling like bad for being a Christian because of the way that conservatives and people who support the conservative party make Christians look. I'm tired of being worried that I'm failing God by not caring about what other people do with their lives and focusing on my judgment day, not the judgment day of everyone else. If everyone else believes in God, like I, I don't care who you believe in or what you believe in, if you believe at all. I just care that we respect each other and respect each other's beliefs. I'm just tired. I'm exhausted. And I am working on this project on my blog that I'm so excited about. And in part of this project, it's not really a big project, it's nothing crazy, but as a contribution to this project, I literally talked about how I keep canceling plans with my friends because I just don't wanna talk about anything. Because I'm scared and I'm tired and I don't want to keep having conversations with people, especially people who aren't black women or women in general who don't understand. I don't want to keep having these conversations after a while, consistently talking about your fears and consistently sitting in that emotion of worry and panic and sitting in that anxiety gets like, it's just overwhelming after a while. And for me personally, my brain gets taken to such a dark place. And to not get taken to that dark place, I have to avoid those discussions. So I don't know how bad this sounds. I avoid my friends. <laughs> There's a war on women and we need to acknowledge it. And we need to fight. Not literally, please God, not literally. But we have to do something. Uh, there's a war on women and there needs to be like a, not a war on guns per se, but just we need to get that together. The thunder agrees. We need to get that together. <laughs> this felt so good. Saying my thoughts and my opinions and my values and just ranting and sharing this with the world feels so good. I, I, I'm tired of being silent and I'm tired of feeling like because of my family's reputation and because I am a Christian and because I don't want to rock the boat with anyone that I love, I've been silent and I'm tired of being silent for what? I live by myself. I travel by myself. 
I get stuck in airports by myself. I go to awkward meetings with boys by myself. I do everything by myself. So when I share what I want to share, at the end of the day, I have to think about myself when I do that, when I make those decisions. And that's exactly what I did. And now we have this episode, The War on Women. We have to keep fighting for human rights. We also have to keep fighting for Brittany Griner. That is it for this episode. But before you leave, you know I have to do some wrecks and regrets. I know it's kind of just a random segue into that segment, but there's just not much more I can contribute. So we're just going to roll the theme music. Okay, so the first thing is a movie called Hello, Goodbye, and Everything in Between. And I watched it because... Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. I watched it because Jordan Fisher's in it. And I knew he was playing a high schooler. And this man is a man. He's actually a father now. Like, married with a son. I believe it's a son. Like, grown man. And, you know, I'm used to Hollywood casting adults as high schoolers but it was just almost uncomfortable like honestly this that the whole movie was uncomfortable because the female lead looked like she could have been in high school but jordan fisher looked like a man (laughs) and it was just kind of like weird the movie was cringy it was it was uncomfortable i kept finding myself laughing because of like actual secondhand cringing embarrassment it was just hard to watch it was actually hard to watch and it's only an hour and 24 minutes it's on netflix i don't necessarily know if i recommend it or not uh because i did from the movie i will say i discovered hobo johnson so now mover aware is on my playlist for the month and i want to consistently listen to it forever so that's the best thing to come out of this movie. Don't really know if I recommend watching it though. Now we're on to season two of things that I've talked about before. Season two of The Upshaws came out on Netflix. I am, it's coming on. I've watched it. I'm kind of proud of myself. I like binged it pretty well. I mean, their family's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. I just want a season where like there's progress, like something is like they something gets put together like i mean it's a you know they they're a black family they discuss issues that black families experience i found myself relating to a couple things but like dang dang that's all i gotta say it's season two of the upshells i've talked about them before on the podcast so of course i recommend them there's only two seasons short 30 minute episodes if they're even 30 minutes i think you can binge it and then podcasts, I know I've talked about this podcast several times before in the past, old episodes. Oh my goodness, listening to old episodes of my podcast makes me laugh because it's just like, girl, you've changed, you've grown, you've evolved. I struggle to say the word evolved. <laughs> but the podcast is Content Queens. They are back with season two. I think they have like three episodes out at the time that I'm recording this as well as the trailer for the new season I've only listened to one episode I have a crap ton of podcast episodes to listen to I'm trying to get through them but I want to intentionally listen to them so it's taking me a little bit longer than I anticipated listening to some of them at work helps but I want to be able to sit down and take notes you know so I like to intentionally listen so I haven't been 
able to really catch up with it, but it's out. It is a podcast I recommend. They share great advice, tips, and just talk on the culture, and that's what's up. Lastly, I do recommend this. Oh, 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 it is a song. Vegas by Doja Cat for the movie Elvis. Oh, yes. You ain't nothing but a dog player, a frog player. She did that. She did that. She did She did that. Like, go Doja. I love that song. I love listening to it. My fave fitness YouTuber, Grow With Joe, did a workout video recently. It's a Doja versus Lizzo, like, dance exercise workout. Love it, by the way. Definitely recommend her as a little bonus. You really get your sweat on, but you don't actually feel like you're working out. It's just good. Positive energy all around with Grow With Joe. But anyway... She did one. She put Vegas in it. I was trying so hard not to just break out and dance and do the workouts this morning. I was like, hey, I get it. Yeah. (laughs) So good. She sampled the original Hound Dog, not the Elvis Hound Dog. I know some people on the internet were upset about it, but honestly, why? He sampled the original song, so she can do the same. And that's how she pays tribute, I guess. Either way, really, really good song. It's called Vegas. It's by Doja Cat. This, she's a queen. She comes, she slays, and then she exits the chat. Okay, and then before we go, we have our little poll of the week because I love just opinions. So I've honestly been asking some pretty easy questions recently. Last week I asked, or last episode, shall I say, I asked, do you need or want a significant other? 100% said want. Good job. Glad we have our priorities together. This week, I mean, God, I'm hoping that 100% say yes to this. But the question is, are you fighting for human rights? Period. Point blank. Not will you fight? Are you fighting like currently? Like, are you putting forth your best effort right here, right now? I want to know. And that is everything. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Simply Doing the Podcast. Honestly, I feel lighter. Like, I already had my serotonin boost. And despite the thunderstorm outside, which I know is going to make for some good-ass sleep later, I feel so good right now. So, I'm not good at ending these episodes. I don't know how to say goodbye. Like, at all. I'm really bad at it. And, you know, I consistently need closure, so I have to imagine that you're saying goodbye to me, too. You know? So, I'm going to pretend that you're saying goodbye. And I'm going to go take this sweatshirt off because it's hot. It is hot, hot. And I'm tired of running my AC. I want to keep my electric bill in mind. So I'm going to go be like an adult, halfway responsible. And I will be in your ear in a couple of weeks for another episode of the Simply Camila podcast. Again, thank you for listening. Let me go be responsible. Imagine if none of that recorded.